All right, welcome to the Action Martial Arts Power Hour. This is a show where we talk about anything and everything martial arts related, not martial arts related. A lot of times we don't even know. The conversation just comes up, and the guy that brings us all together is Alan Goldberg. Let me bring him on the show. Alan, say your piece. We, we, got, we got a great show tonight. We got one of my great buddies on. Uh, we go back, uh, you know, probably about close to 20 years now. But what I like about him, he's a Wing Chun stylist. So we got to say that's a good thing. And most people know him. They know him. I can't even say where they know him from because he's in so many different things now. Uh, we, we knew him once originally from the Seinfeld show as Jackie Childs, the lawyer there. But now he's done so much and he's really, really have a great career. And we're proud of him. So let, let's bring him on. My brother, uh, my friend, Phil Mars. All right, Phil, you're with us. Let me bring on Vinny as well. Now we're all hey, together. Man, One man, big man. How you doing, guys? Good. Welcome. Hello, Phil. Hello, Vinny. So as I said, the show goes, we have no idea what we're doing, but we're going to make it work. Let me just go over a few <laughs> little things now before we go. Uh, I finally got my company together for my pay-per-view. That's up and running. We're doing a new thing. It'll be called Budo Friday Night with uh, many, many downloads and videos that people have never seen. Some great stuff with Joe Lewis. We're talking about Bruce Lee and things like that. Uh, Fumio Demora, me and Don Werner have put this whole thing together. And it'll probably start in two weeks. It'll be great. We'll give people more information. I'm also involved with doing some uh, tournaments now and some MMA fights. We'll be going live with those. Uh, the channel is still working on. It's going to be going up soon. We have our third issue of our Wing Chun magazines coming out soon. And my buddy Phil is going to be on the cover of that. Because he is a wing. Oh, there you go. All right. Quite the honor. Quite the honor. I I thought he was going to have you sent a fold with a rose in your mouth, too. I don't know. (laughs) I said. (laughs) On the bearskin rug. Yeah. Yeah. I tell Phil, 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 do me a favor. Send me an article. The article was great. And send me some photos. I get all GQ photos. I'm in a sweater. Come on. He's looking good seven days a week like Ric Flair. You know, he's good. Doing no, I had to say he looked good. Uh, but <laughs> I said, you know, let, 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 let's go. We so got to get we some. Provided, we provided. We yes, provided. Yes, he did. And he actually, the photos came out phenomenal, too. Good. Yeah, they good. really came out great. Yeah, got a lot a good, of people good don't know about Phil's background in Wing Chun. And it's really, you know, you don't share with a lot of people people phil but it's really interesting you know we, um, we we've spoken about it before and a lot of people sh- more people should know about it you know because well, it is important i thank you for that i'm I'm, I'm on i don't see a red but yeah, yeah you're, okay. you're, on. you're on we rolling um no you know thanks for that i i um i've been very personal about my my study uh my public life is my acting life and um i didn't want people to get confused that i learned martial arts to do it in a movie or that I did movies to learn martial arts. I wanted to learn and be disciplined and humble myself like any other person. Uh, And I wanted to really, you know, make my bones. And uh, it wasn't for anybody else's knowledge but mine. But now that I feel that I am, I have something to say about it. And I want to carry the torch for my Sifu Hawkins Chung. And I love the Wing Chun family so much that um, that you you can't hold me back now. I mean, I I have to speak on it. I have to represent, I have to humble myself and, and talk about the lessons that I've learned because they've been phenomenal. And, and he passed. Uh, he passed. So let's, you know, we'll yeah, send, we send, we send prayers years. out. Yeah, I remember that. Well, we did have the pleasure. He was at our event one year, which was a very great honor to be there and see him and meet him and so on and so forth. Because he's one of our, you know, our later legends in martial arts and the Wing Chun field. And, you know, like in, in a loose way. But, you know, Phil is like one of our family members from our family. And we take him in full heartedly. So Wing Chun's good too, folks. That ain't, that ain't just one skinny guy there. He's, good, he's, a, he's a good Wing Chun man. Believe me when I tell you. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. He knows his stuff. That's why he's on the cover of the magazine. Besides that, but uh, you know we, we got. But you know, Phil, tell us a little story about you. You know, starting your Wing Chun and how you met Hawkins and everything. Well, you know, it's interesting because I don't know if a lot of people know that my father's Greg Morris from the original Mission yes. Impossible yep. series back in the '60s, and back yep. then they were one of the first kind of. Um, television series to use martial arts to any degree. And so he went to class. I was six years old. I went to class and that really started my martial arts road. Mm-hmm. Of course, I was a Bruce Lee fanatic. You know, when Bruce Lee came along, I was right in that age, right in the pocket, right in that sweet spot. And Wing Chun was his mother art. So if you like Bruce Lee, 
you loved Wing Chun and you wanted to find oh, a Wing wow. Chun instructor. I couldn't find one forever. And then one day I find Sifu Hawkins uh, after I studied with some other people. And it just opened my mind up to such a, a beautiful world of Wing Chun, such a, an effective, simple, straightforward, simple yet very dense and very complex. And, uh, and so it really, it really it served me. And my Sifu was one of the greatest teachers of anything I've ever met. And I carry on in his name as I do in my acting career in my father's name. Mm -hmm. Cool. Very cool. Now, your father was awesome, man. Yeah, oh, thank you, brother. Oh, man. Come on. He, he, was one, he was one of them brothers on there that was cool from day one, man. He, uh, he walked in front of that camera. He was just cool, period. You know, yeah. no matter what he did, man. But you reprised so, uh, the role, you, Phil. You reprised yeah, the role. We did the new Mission yeah. Impossible in the, the late 80s. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I had the honor of having my father come to Australia, which is where we shot it. Uh, to guest star on the show, it was unbelievable to be oh, on Mission wow. Impossible cool with that? my pop. Oh, it yeah, was surreal. So <laughs> that's uh, cool. very cool. And and that's Phil, cool. let me ask you this: you know, when you got in, involved in Wing Chun, did this give you further clarity, uh, mind, you know, mental wise, mind wise, for you to um, deal with things better and, and progressing your career and just in life? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I live in a, a world that is really not very grounded. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, about, it's about dreams and wishes and hopes. And, yeah. and so it really behooves the individual uh, to find something that is bigger than them, yeah. that is more perfect than you can ever be. And humble yourself to uh, follow that. And then I, le I lay that on my work as an actor. You know, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't live my life as an actor. I work as an actor. Mm -hmm. right. I live my life as a human being. Yes. And I take those experiences and I overlay them on my work as an actor. So Wing Chun, like I live, I live my life as a Wing Chun man. I, mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. somebody that's Sifu, you'll appreciate this. Somebody the other day, I was chisowing with them. And I hadn't chisowed for a while. And they were like, wow, your hands are so good. Who do you chisow with? And I said, I'm always in chisow. Mm -hmm. Every day is a give and take. Every day is a push and pull. Every day is hard and soft. Every day is yes and no. And so I'm always in that flow. And thank goodness I had a great Sifu who made that connection for me. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, Louis, to, to answer your question, it helps in my life full stop yeah. uh, in many, many ways. And I, I want people to hear that because I know you have other actors in Hollywood that study Wing Chun and, and like with Robert Downey Jr., you know, this, this has helped him to overcome his demons and clear He's his He's got grounded now. He yes, really yes. Thank God. Thank God. But Wing Chun does that, and martial arts does that. So sure. Right. But I, I know you're in California your whole life, so I got to ask you uh, a very, very. We do the, bring this up every every show. Uh, did you ever train with Frank Dukes? Scotty, we need to find those Dukes videos. Scotty to bridge, Captain. I'm giving her all she's got. We cannot locate the last Dukes videos. We have searched the universe, and it will take light years to locate. Please advise. Damn it! Chekhov, send a message to the Klingons for help. Never. <laughs> okay, just a second. That's it. We're over. We're done. Next. Okay. Next. <laughs> oh my God. We're so looking so, for the tapes, so Ben. Ben, we're the tapes. <laughs> ben, we're the tapes. We're the tapes. Hey. I mean, uh, I, I'm sorry. Is this thing on? <laughs> Is this thing on? Testing, testing. My check. We're not making fun. We're just asking Phil a question. It's a fact. Inquiring, inquiring minds, minds want to know. That's all. Well, I got my telescope, Bob. Let me look again. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a it's a standing joke on the show. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, nothing, nothing nasty, nothing no. nasty. Okay. Anyway. But uh, I know, listen, I know you Wing Chun's good. I know you worked out with my students. You did some stuff. They all love you. And again, you're part of our family. You come in and hang out with my guys. They love you. And it's, it's just a hey, They love them day. so much. Phil puts them in the hospital. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> how do you make your reputation? You know, yeah. how do you make people remember right. you? But, you know, we you, you find out in many martial art fields that you build a, a secondary family and – People that are not in martial arts don't understand that. Yeah, yeah they think they we're really... all killers and warriors and beasts yeah. and animals, and it's, yeah. it's not true. I go to Atlanta and do the show Doom Patrol. I visit your Sifu all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Grandmaster Jason Lau is a wonderful host to me. Yes. You know, he's extended himself to me. We've had dinner together. We've broken bread. It's a, it's a lifestyle. It's not just a, a, yes. a practice. It's a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's a rhythm. And he respected you, Sifu, too. I know that. because Yeah, very much, so. yeah. very much so. Yeah, that's cool. But again, we're not all killers. We're not all, 
you know, uh, guys that go around beat people, except for Vinny. But anyway, not we, we don't do those things. <laughs> he does it on the streets. He does it in films. He does it in commercials. Vinny did it for a living. <laughs> he did it for a living. I wasn't, I, even there. I wasn't even there, Phil. I swear. <laughs> he, was collect- he was collecting for the tomato industry. I'm just saying. Yeah, Thanks. I was on a set that day with De Niro. Stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it happens. What are you going to do? And meanwhile, so Phil, he's in California now, so that tells you a lot. <laughs> I know. I know you. I know when you came to our event, you didn't know what to expect. You had met my student out in California. You hung out with him. It was your first event. Wait, did you know what to expect? Yeah, no, I didn't know what the hell to expect either. I still don't. So this every every day, every day is a new day. Let's put it that way. I'm sorry, but I didn't people, mean to interrupt. People, people, oh, no, this is the show to do that. Show to, yeah, <laughs> definitely interrupt. Go. <laughs> but people come to me all the time. They say, "Oh, this, that, you got it so much be so easy." And now I said, "Are you kidding?" I said, "Yeah, I know the steps now, but I don't know the dance. Yeah. And the dance is <laughs> much different, is different than the steps." Yeah. And I says, "You know, we we got to put new things together all the time." I, I got some great stuff happening this year. And this is the plug, the plug point. Uh, we got some great stuff this year. We have this new way combat coming in. Just went to a tournament they had a couple of weeks ago, and they had 2,200 people at the tournament. Mm. I just fell down. And I read because it is that. This is recent? Oh, yeah. This is oh, just wow. the, the, this is a new group coming in. Yeah. They're bringing in uh, wrestling, and they're bringing in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And... You know, besides I have my MMA, I have my karate tournament, I have a breaking tournament, and we're also looking right now for Waco USA for kickboxing tournament. Mm. We have a couple new things we're putting together. But these guys were amazing. I was impressed the hell out of them. And we've, we're redoing the room differently. If you remember the first event, Phil, you remember that we had the room just oblong and the other side was the yeah. tournament. Yeah. So we're going back to that because these guys need room. We're going to lose a few tables for vendors, whatever. I'll be in the back of the room myself. Who knows? Right. But, uh, you know, we're, we're changing some things up. And the response now after COVID has been great. I'm excited to get these new people in. And we have some other new things coming about. Uh, even um, Bill Wallace's people just contacted me yesterday, and they're coming into doing a, a grading for all their wow. students at the event. And it's open to the public to watch, so that's a good. That'd thing. be awesome because a lot yeah. of people would love to see how, yeah. The, yeah. how they elevate or or don't. Or don't right, <laughs> and uh, we got some you know some good things happening. Uh, everyone is out there you know pushing me to do this and that, and I always say, guys, I can only do so much. And I thought I had a big room, but until you fill it up and start doing things, you realize it's not enough room. Right. So right. you know we're we're trying to reschedule and do some different things. Well, but it has grown. It has grown beautifully, Sifu. Yeah, and I and I, I encourage whoever is in or outside of the martial arts, who's even interested slightly in the martial arts at all, make time to go to one of these events in your lifetime. Make it a bucket list thing because mm-hmm. you're going to see thousands of the greatest martial artists in the world in one place. Yeah, one place. All different systems, all different styles, all different masters and grandmasters. I mean, it, it's a martial artist uh, Disneyland. That, that's what I always say. I tell people it's like Disney World for martial artists. Oh, it's awesome. You're gonna find everything, and not only that, but after hours, it's a pisser. Oh, it's because, a party. Because I remember one time we were hanging out there at a Tango Lounge, and we had so many people there mm-hmm. that we went into the hallway where the party went. And I remember my buddy Phil and Carrie Tagawa. Yeah. Dancing away to that music with everyone else. One of the first it, flash mobs I ever saw. It was. It was like <laughs> a flash mob. All right. I know the ho- and I'm gonna tell you, the VP of the hotel walked up and I went, Oh boy. Oh, and he looked at me, he goes, This is phenomenal. <laughs> you know why? They want a good reputation. You know, it was peaceful as can be. There was no one to make an Oh no, trouble. it was all good times. They had a great time. And this guy looked at me, he goes, No, this is positive. Oh, good. I love when my club, you know, and that weekend we, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this, we're martial artists, but that weekend we broke all the alcohol sales in the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the bars were busy, let's put it that way. That's how we stay loose. Now let the students test. <laughs> <laughs> now let's test. Let's now find out who's got real skills. <laughs> <laughs> yep. the, the drunken master. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you need it in the bar. So, yeah, you know, I've I, I appreciated Phil coming in. Every, every time he tries to, you know, he's there, he tries to get there. And I appreciate that. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And you know what's happened with the event? 
and it's and I have to say this, it's not happened anywhere else in this country or world, okay, that this the celebrities and the people that come push my event. <clears throat> I've got people, you know, Don the Dragon, Cynthia Rod, they all they push my Cynthia had her own event and she would tell people to come to my event. She goes, yeah. No, you gotta go to Alan's event. You gotta go to Alan's event. But what's happened is we built the community. So those you guys that are sitting home going, I'm not going there. I'm sorry, but it's open. The doors are open for you if you want to come. You know, we're and here. You're missing out. Yeah, you're missing out. We're here to have it's it. beautiful. I mean, why why wouldn't they want family. to be a part of this? Why wouldn't they want to be a part of this, Alan? Because they don't know. They have the preconceptions, no. or they have no. the thoughts, or whatever, or they have they're they're comparing it to something else that they went to that they didn't like, yes. or whatever, whatever. But we start talking about this family. Yeah, that is the overriding theme, I think, to me. Sure. The whole yes. weekend is this is a family. We yes. tra we travel as packs, you know. We meet every night yeah. at some great restaurant, and we're yeah. having, you know, the best people in the world there, and and we're having a great time. And the next day, they come up and they work hard and they teach, mm -hmm. and you're right there, five feet from them, two feet from yeah. them, and the greatest masters in the world. Sure. Is, and and Vinny, you know, mm -hmm. it's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have Vinny's going to be doing a seminar this year, actually. So we're excited about yeah. that. And he's going to be doing a little comedy for us this year too. So we're oh, gonna, no, I'm going to do comedy, and and he told me already. With you know, you got two thousand martial artists in the audience. If you ain't funny, you better fight like crazy, man. <laughs> Vinny's going to have yeah. top of the broken leg. <laughs> comedy kung fu, baby. Comedy kung fu. Yeah. Yeah. Alan says we're going to have a breaking contest. I says okay. I'll do a FEMA. <laughs> a couple arms. Couple... <laughs> I'll take the FEMA. I take the FEMA. Hilarious. But anyway, but you know, the event is again for the audience, people are listening. It's open for everybody. Sure. You know, a lot of times jealousy holds people back. And a lot of guys have tried to make events like mine. And I'm the first guy who's open to try to help them. Because mm -hmm. to me, again, like we said earlier, that with Vinny, it's positive to help other people that are doing the events. Yeah. Okay, you know, uh, you know, Mike Masuda is doing something for the museum now. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. museum, and I, I went off and I donated money to help Michael mm -hmm. because it's for a good cause. Mm -hmm. Oh, reports on Michael Di Pasquale. Just to let everyone know, I'd love to give this little. He was on last week. Right. He's doing much better. Good deal. Uh, the doctors had relooked at him. Uh, and his, well, he's been open with it. His spine was not severed. Oh, okay. God. Okay. It was not severed. It was ripped a little bit. Okay. Okay. And they're actually telling him they think they can, you know, reconnect everything and get him going again. Okay. So he, he's not what he's on a, in a good standard. He'll, he'll, and, uh, he'll, did, he'll be ready for January. There you go. And we did. Oh, I don't know, but we're going to try to help him. But, you know, sorry. We, he, uh, we did it. We're doing a fundraiser for Michael. We did a photo book, and I just got Don Werner to work with Michael, purchase all his videos, mm -hmm. put them out. Because you know, when you sit in the home and you can't make money, got to come from somewhere. So we all, you know, helping Michael. He had a, a GoFundMe site too. So love the guy, man. He's a great person. I'm so sorry. I didn't hear what happened to him. What? What? Please inform me. He was in a school and did a little uh, jujitsu when um, he wow, got wow, jitsu. Now, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. It happens to all of us some way or another. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, he, this was very serious. They didn't think. They did not think that he would walk again. Oh, now he, he's up there on a on a walker, but he's starting to move his legs and getting feeling it. He's doing well. So. We love you, Michael, and anything yeah. we can do, you know, we're all here. And, you know, I speak Please. to him every other day Please. just to give him, you know, I always tell him, Michael, stop the crap. I said, oh. I said, we got too much to do for you to check out on me. You know? yeah. <laughs> what are you doing to me, Michael? Yeah, man, <laughs> He's all laid up. He's like, what am I don't, doing to you? Don't don't leave me here, man. Don't leave me here. <laughs> so anyway, but, uh, you know, we're, we're happy. The event will be on again. I did sign a three-year contract. Okay. Crazy, but uh, you know we're we're pushing ahead, so we're gonna have be there another three years at least. Nice. Anyway, so Phil, I mean, from the event that you've come to, you said you all the camaraderie and people you met, uh, and I mean this in in a real sincere way. Has it changed you yeah. in the way you look at martial arts now? Yes, yes. Um, I'll be very honest. You know, my Sifu Hawkins Chong, he was the mad dog of Wing Chun at uh, Hitman School. I mean, he was. He would tell you that himself. He was a mad dog. Why? Because he was so small. 
And, and so he had always an opinion about other schools. I mean, as much as he said he didn't want to be political, <laughs> the most political guy I ever met in my life, right? Mm -hmm. Always about that they can't do this, or they don't do that, <clears throat> that, that, that. When I came to your event, here's what I realized. No one tries to give you bad instruction. No one tries to hurt your martial uh, journey. Mm -hmm. This is hard. This is difficult. And I give everybody who is committed to this journey respect. I don't have to agree with you. I don't need to voice my opinion to the world. Right. I have to honor the fact that you're on a difficult road. You may get it right sometimes, you may get it wrong. I may get it right, I may get it wrong. But it does me no service to judge you harshly. It does me no service to judge you out because we're all working hard. And I see the hardest working people at your event. They could be 10 years old. They could be 100 years old. Mm -hmm. Everybody's trying their best. They're not, they're not trying to lay a trip on you. Mm -hmm. And if you do find those people, get away from them. But I try to look at every video people send me and look at the good stuff in it mm -hmm. and, and, and give, a, give an approximation of what I see that it's positive as opposed to, you can't do this, don't, don't do that, stop doing this. I, I find there's too much of that in the world. And I learned from your events how much it helps us to help each other. And I got to say you know, something, Phil, you're one of the most humble guys that I know, because look, you've been around from Mission Impossible, you know, you've been on the Superman TV series, you've done so many things, Seinfeld, everything else. And I remember you telling me this, I think about 10 years ago, and you said, you know what, people know me, you know, and they say I'm yeah. famous, but I'm not famous, I'm more familiar. And when you said that to me, it's like that resonated and I remembered it from back then. And I think about it now and again, but that shows your demeanor, how you are. And I appreciate that. That's why, you know, you and I, you and I always got along. He's our resident superstar. Let's just put it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and not for nothing. I mean, it's not bad enough. You got to be humble and a nice guy and everything, but you couldn't be ugly. You got to be good looking too. <laughs> well, hey, you know, he, he brings it. Yeah, you know, I, 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 maybe if you had a goiter or something, we'd have something to say about it. I was at Hawkins for 30 years. They had their shot. Ron, <laughs> I got I to gotta tell you something. You know, who I'm, you know who I'm bringing this year? I'm bringing Ronnie Bongiadino with me. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie! Ro Ronnie is one of my students. I call him my consigliere, okay? Uh, he, he, he's from the Italian persuasion, and he's acts. When you put Italian in, open the dictionary, <laughs> see, he's, around there. Yeah, he's, he's there. And great guy. I mean, he's really been, he's been me a long time. But he's got a way about him that can make you laugh. He's not a comedian, but he is a comedian. All right? He does, he's just he's a real estate salesman, really. Mm -hmm. And when Phil met him, Phil went crazy. A lot of most people do. And Phil went nuts laughing at this guy. And then Phil did a movie. That was a spoof movie on uh, you were playing an emissary. And oh, yeah, yeah. We were doing uh, Meet the Spartans, which was Meet the Spartans. Uh, based on uh, the 300. It's madness. Madness. This is Sparta. And Ronnie is very... Italian with the hands and blah 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 and funny as hell. And all of a sudden Phil plays this role and he's dressed in the robe and the hat, the whole nine yards, looked very presidential in his way, <laughs> whatever. And he walks over and Phil starts acting like Ronnie. <laughs> and I start seeing Phil go like this and the hands and talking, and I'm going, he didn't realize it. I call him up, I saw the movie, and I said, Phil. I says, who are you imitating there? He goes, well, what do you mean? I says, who are you imitating? And I said, does the name Bongiadino mean anything to you? And he went, oh, my God. <laughs> and I swear to God, he didn't realize it. But Ronnie rubs off on you, and I guess it was the right time, the right place, and that was it. But and when I told Ronnie, he goes, that bag of bones, when I see him, I'm going to get my money out of him. He goes, yeah. money. <laughs> I steal from everybody. Vinny, I will be stealing from you very soon. Trust oh, he, you got a lot to steal from this guy. He cracks me up, Vinny. Vinny's a funny guy. No, you can steal all you want. Just remember, I borrowed things back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the old I know where you live routine. Got you. 
Now, Phil, let, let's go into your career a little. You're sure. you're a busy man now. I am very. And busy. there was there was a point of time in Hollywood that a lot of people weren't busy. Yeah. And Phil stayed busy. He did some voiceovers and a lot of other things. Tell us what you're doing now. Oh my goodness, there's so much going on. Um, thank you for asking. Uh, I've been doing a show in Atlanta for HBO Max called Doom Patrol, D-O-O-M yeah. Patrol, based off of a DC comic. Um, and I play the father of Cyborg. If you watch any of the DC Justice yeah. League movies, yeah. Yeah. in the yeah. movies they have Cyborg, the character, and then they have his father. We play that same dynamic in the TV version where uh, Javon Wade plays Cyborg and then I play Silas Stone, his father. And it's been phenomenal. The writing's amazing. The cast is incredible. Um, Timothy Dalton is in it. Um, Matt Bomer is in it. Um, oh, that's awesome. Uh, Brendan Fraser's in it. I mean, some really fantastic actors. Is that, on, is that on Netflix? Or HBO, Max. HBO Max. HBO Max. HBO Max. Oh. It's a wonderful show. Brilliantly written. Is it out now, Phil? Oh, it's third season. Yeah, third okay. season just dropped. So, okay. um, And you're, in, you're, in, you're in the whole you've, season one, two, and three? Season one, two, three. I got, I got, I got to watch. I didn't even know. No, See, I don't talk really to you like enough, it. Phil. It's, I've been busy, man. I've I know. been busy. I mean, even I during the, the unfortunate virus, I have been very, very active. I did a movie yeah. in Arkansas called Ghosts of the Ozarks, oh, wow. which will be released uh, in October at the Austin Film Festival. It's the world premiere. Awesome. And uh, it's an amazing film. It's a period piece, a bit of a horror film mm -hmm. as well. Uh, I play a great character, this guy who runs this town mm -hmm. back in the 1800s. It's pretty phenomenal. Wow. So See, I'm really you made excited about you that. made me happy because you are busy, you're progressing, you're building. I love it. I love it. And it couldn't happen to a better guy. I tell mm -hmm. you that much. Thank you, my friend. I, I you know, yeah. to be honest with you, I, I I went through a change. I uh, you know, we all go through like shedding skin, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's like another chapter. You turn yeah. the page. Wink. And I got to the point where I was working a lot, doing a lot of good work, but not kind of the work that I really wanted to do. Right. And it was really a, incumbent upon me. So what I did was immerse myself in everything that I chose to do. Like I, I didn't ever, I, I gave 100%, and when I give 100%, Jackie Childs, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to walk into that courtroom, and the jury's going to see a mean, nasty, evil George Costanza. I want him to see Perry Como. No one's going to convict Perry Como. Perry Como helps out a fat tub who's getting robbed. <laughs> you think it's funny? No. You didn't. Give 100% Smallville. I give 100% Mission Impossible. But I wasn't always giving 100%. I was kind of sliding in. You know, I had a good thing going. Mm -hmm. You know, Vinny said, you know, I got the face. I put on a suit. I looked the part. Right. But that's not that's not the work I want. I I, I didn't want to act. I wanted to be an artist. And so what I grit. had to do. Want to grit. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to work deeper. Like when we're training, there's a certain level you get to. You're proficient. And uh -huh. then you either, you're either third eye opens, boom, and yep. you go further or you mm -hmm. quit. For a lot of people yep, yep. and so for me my third eye opened even at this age and i decided i want more out of myself and it changed my work habits no. and that changed my opportunities because to me the doors are always open it's just yep. for you to walk through them. it's a realization so, itself that's what it is Vinny, Vinny, that that's a you should take roles as a chinese person no <laughs> i tried i tried accepting i don't have the ponytail <laughs> And, you know, Phil, the, just touching on what you were saying, you know, Val Kil Kilmer had his uh, biography, his self-made biography, and I saw it on Amazon. And he uh, he talked about being an artist and how he wanted to get to that point, and he, put, he bet everything on it, and he did that. Then he got sick, but it's just amazing to me that if you're a true artist and you're an actor, a true artist, you get sometimes you get crucified in Hollywood for it, which, yeah, yeah which I don't understand. Well, it's tough. I mean, it's it's not the well, business. Of, it's not the business of art, though. It's the business right. of commerce. You know what I mean? Mm. Time is money. Yes, time is money. Time is money. Right. And so that they want to get to it right then. So if right. you take an hour to get into your thing, and they got a crew of a hundred sitting for an hour waiting for you to have divine inspiration, it's a difficult uh, road to hoe. Right. So, right. So, I mean, it really, is, I saw that documentary. By the way, it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, Val is what it's called. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a different process. You know, I mean, you you have to marry the reality of the com commercial aspect of it with what you want to bring as the artist mm -hmm. and you know they have to mesh or else mm -hmm. you're going to have conflict sure and so what i'm tr trying to do is mesh those two understand yeah. for so long i was such a professional actor i got that mm -hmm. now let me be the best actor i can be i got that I, I stand in the light just fine i hit the mark just fine i'm in focus just fine let them do their job let mm -hmm. me do mine can you do me one favor though sure yes sir 
Could you give me a little Jackie for the audience? <laughs> I could give you more than a little Jackie. Because, you know, Jackie is in, in every Jackie's in every one of us. You're laughing like a little girl right now. I like it. Because, you know, when Jackie gets serious, uh, reputations fall. We love. We love. Okay. No I gotta, I gotta tell the audience what happened is at my event. I hadn't met him yet, but I spoke to him on the phone, and he calls me up. And he says, "He goes, by the way, I beat your student up." I go, "Who the hell is this?" You called me. You called that's me. Yeah, right. No, yeah, that's calling it. you for tips. I call. I called for for Matthew. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And all of a sudden, he, he walks up to my event and he starts. He comes off with the Jackie thing right away. I'm busy as shit, and I look at him and I, I started laughing. And it was a good, it was a good relief at least, you know. I, I had a few minutes to laugh, but it was great. I, I'll never forget that. You came right to the the podium where I was working with the students over there, and you walked over. That was funny. He's a fun yeah. guy to do. Yeah. Jack is yeah. fun. I do a lot of those cameos. You guys have heard of the cameo thing, uh, where you, yeah. you you do celebrity videos and stuff, man. I do a ton of them. I do them all as Jack. I put the mustache on, the glasses. I put the suit jacket on, and I hit them with birthdays or weddings, anniversaries. Cool. Oh, what you got? Jack is ready. <laughs> <laughs> now you, you also did some voiceovers you told me i do a lot of voiceovers i actually have a very very big voiceover job coming up that i cannot it's like an nda gig right hmm. i mean I'm, I'm doing a lot of stuff i'm now doing audiobooks which is a new really? thing for me oh, yeah. nice. that's big that's big that's big now yeah because yeah. most people don't read that's yeah. problem they like everybody's so busy running yeah 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 they're on the road yeah. a lot. but i learned i learned that you know doing audiobooks isn't narrating you're telling stories yeah. You're telling stories. Yes. And so I figured that out. I don't figure it out, but I happened upon that and I think it's helping me uh, book more jobs. So you're, you're the way you, you can, you can kind of um, paint the picture is like mm. uh, Paul Giamatti, how he paints a picture. You have that oh, ability dude. to do that, you know, Thank and you. you know, the like audible, you're, you're, when you do this, it should be on fire. No question. No, it's a great, it's a great yeah. gig, and you learn so much. Uh, you know, you history books and, and war books and, and novels. It's just, yeah. it's, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Oh, and I'm doing another gig right now. I don't know if you guys watched the show Bosch. Yeah, you yes. were telling me the other day about that. Yeah. So they're doing a, um, a continuation of it, and I'm in okay. the continuation of it. Oh, congratulations! Uh, you are busy. Uh, well, I, we we feel honored that you took some an hour out of your day. To be with us, to be with. I called call, call him home the other day, and I said, "You think you can come on?" He goes, "Yeah, I'm home for a couple of days. No problem. I'd love to." So yeah. I was happy. I, he I, said, "Big Lou and Vinny, I'm here." Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I you know what? We're not canceling the show. We're making this happen, no matter what. No matter what. We say, Vin. I'm listening to how you know you go about it, and you're always working, and you're always moving, and I'm taking some inspirational tips from you. So, like the next audition I get, I'm gonna get the producer's home address and just put pressure <laughs> and make the decision. You know, I'm thinking I'd be more like getting personally involved, you know, with your career, like sending out them pictures and resumes. I send out like um, ransom notes. I think it's a strong move. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you know the thing about that, Vin? They're gonna remember yeah. you. Yeah. Confuse <laughs> yeah. me for a rabbi. I just the thing. I'm going to tell you a little secret. When I didn't like somebody, I, I shouldn't tell my secret, though, but I didn't like somebody. I would send a little box like this with my business card in there. And I said, and I sent it to the house in UPS. And I used to, I haven't done it for a while, but I, and they would go, what the hell is this? And they'd open it up and there's my business card. That's all. Not enough said. <laughs> you need me? You know where I am. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. The deal. that's Alan's version of the uh, horse head. So, horse head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you talk about that, and people don't know about my martial arts background really at all. Yeah, and they don't even I look. I look here to this, and I see Phil Morris on Wing Chun right here. I just, I'm just cool. sitting right here. Anyway, they don't know about my martial arts background. Well, you know, I mean, you guys are traditionalists, so you know, some somebody comes in these school, they start popping off, right? Mm -hmm. You got somebody who's designated to talk to them. Like everybody doesn't go over. Sequel doesn't do it. That's not his. Oh, that's no. him. Is so he has designated somebody to go? You go talk to that person. I Sergeant, Sergeant of Arms. I was that guy, and I would bring a, a bag every single night with two sets of gear: full face gear, shin guards, elbow pads, and gloves. The only thing I didn't have for them was a mouth guard and a cup. So they came in popping off. I walk over to them. 
These things are pretty smart. You can meet me right here in the middle of this. We had the black circle, middle of the room. Mm-hmm. Meet me in the middle of the room, and we can discuss it. And they'll be like, what are you talking about? I said, look, we don't play this here. I got two sets of gear, one for you, one for me. We can do it with it, or we can do it without it. It's up to you. And they'd be like, oh, no, no, I'm good. I said, then shut the heck up and be humble here in our school. And I would walk away. So you can curse on this show. It's all right. Oh, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, it's Louis Velasquez, man. This is Vero Town Hall. I want to be rep- I want to represent. Yeah, well, yeah I appreciate I that. that. Uh, you know, and it only it only happened a couple of times, but yeah. But you know, Gosh, when, darn it. when people do that, it's like such a disrespect. It's ridiculous. No, I, I don't see any. I never saw a reason for it. You know, nope. throughout all my years, never saw a reason for it. But people still do this nonsense. So it's all ego. Yeah, I've had it happen three times to me, and every one of them I beat the hell out of the guy, and he became my student. And what do you think happened to your friend Matthew when he came to me? <laughs> I beat him to an inch of his life that his father looked at him and dragged him out of the school, but he showed back up. He's that kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> then he came back a year later from when he went out to California, came back. And I beat him up again. (laughs) On the annual. And and you know, Phil. Annual beating. (laughs) Phil, like you, like with Alan, he does. He's not a video guy. He's not a picture guy. And it's like I become his videographer, his photographer, his paparazzi when we're at events. You know, and a lot of people don't know his skill set, but I've seen this up close and personal, and I've heard the slaps. And you know what I'm talking about, Alan. You know that day. Just a little playing around. That's all. What was that? <laughs> what was that? That's he what, that's what he said. That's what he, said. he got very angry, but anyway. Yeah. Um, but you know, speaking about this and speaking, Phil, speaking about your martial arts background and and Alan, you you're sharing all this and Vinny too. It's good because people are hearing this stuff. They need to hear it. This is the these are the, the chronicles of all that we do, right? So they need to hear this stuff. So you know, I, I I appreciate everyone talking about this and more and more. We joke around and everything, but it's serious because you know we this is something that's going to be left even when we're all gone. People are going to be watching these things, yeah. these shows. Yeah. So. We're doing some things now that, uh, matter of fact, my channel, I have a channel called Amen Channel, be the 24-hour day, seven days a week martial art channel. So I had a little bit of a hard time getting content for the channel mm. because 24 hours a day is a long time. <laughs> and we had some films and we did some things. So what I did. You had no Frank, Frank Duke's footage? Well, yeah, but I, yeah, I, I, that, 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 that's I'm unfortunate. They shut, the, they shut the TV off when I put that on. <laughs> put that on. But anyway, yeah. um, oh man, <laughs> you know, right now, right now, there's a little controversy out there that uh, Mr. Dukes told people that he fought Victor Moore, and when I asked Victor Moore about it, Victor Moore, I, about ten minutes, I couldn't get him off the floor. Uh, he, he was just laughing so hard. And he goes, no, I never fought him. And then this happened to other people. So rumor is that he fought uh, Victor Moore and beat Victor Moore two times. And Victor Moore said to me, nope, we got it on film. So So why do people feel the need to pad their reputation? Well, no, we're not talking about people. We're talking about one person person. that never tells the truth. Are you saying he's the only person who's ever done No, no, but this guy. (laughs) He's the only guy in the world. (laughs) No. No, we, we didn't get to the great Grand Poobah Masters yet. We didn't touch that yet. So. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, this channel that I'm working on, uh, what I decided to do is go to people that run podcasts. I have probably about 20 different people that have been doing podcasts for a year or two now, three years. They have 30 shows, 40, 50 shows. And I'm putting a whole repertoire of podcasts, all martial art related. So I couldn't get the martial art end I needed. I will get it eventually, mm-hmm. but I'll have enough shows from people that saw, you know, want to talk about martial arts. So we think it'll be successful in its own right because you got to go look for sometimes some guys have it, some guys don't have it. So we're, we're putting that together right now with a couple movies in between. And people, I, have a, I have a question. I have a question yeah. for you because it's it's just fascinating to me. You seem like the 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 the, the quintessential martial arts entrepreneur to me. 
And how did that come to be? Where did that like click in? I'm a nice Jewish boy from Brooklyn. <laughs> well, one day he opened the mail. He saw a bill. He said, I got to pay this. I got to figure out ways. That's Take cool. notes. I don't, I don't work in the delicatessen no more. So that's what it is. So, yeah. right, baby. <laughs> but, and I'm tired, of, I'm tired of showing pants. I'm tired. <laughs> no Do more hands. Do your no hand away. <laughs> but what, what happened was uh, I was in the martial art world for many years already, and I was with my C4, and we used to do shows all over. I mean, he would grab me, oh, come on, we're going to Philadelphia doing a martial art show. And I liked it, and I got involved in this. There was someone that found me, believe it or not, who's the guy that found Van Damme, and he found mm. this one and that one, whatever. And the guy wanted to make me a movie star, except I had to be gay. And I decided I would not do it. <laughs> and I didn't do it. And this is true. This is true. Well, the Orpheum Theater in Manhattan. And he made a proposition to me. And I looked at him. I said, you want, you want, to, you want to see how good my martial arts is? <laughs> you're going you're gonna to see it. <laughs> and I walked away from it. But I, I liked that type of at the stage and things like that. So what was the next move? is to start promoting shows with my seafood. Mm -hmm. And I did, I did some shows in Brooklyn at the time that were tremendous. I mean, they were calling me the, the, the next Aaron Banks at the time. Wow. Okay? Because I was doing shows, complete sellouts. Mm -hmm. And from that went a magazine. Mm -hmm. And I started a magazine to cover the shows and things. And I just, everything was progression. Right. But I have a good business mind. I mean, I own other businesses, believe it or not. I even had a construction business at one time. See, my partner stole everything from me. But anyway, I had a construction business. And um, what it was that I needed to be in the martial arts, but I needed to see I had to promote the martial arts. Because right, right. we were dead. We were dead in the water. Yeah. You know, um, after Bruce Lee was gone and people... The martial arts kind of really went down. It didn't go up. And I will say, a guy like Steven Zagal brought it up for a while. He had yeah. he had it up in the end. The movies were great and everyone went. But I had that urge to just promote people and work with people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, guys know me. When I go out in the crowd, everyone, I, I'll go to the side and sit there and not take a picture or not be in the video. Mm -hmm. It's just not the way I was. And, and it hurt me because someone will ask me if I have photos and videos now i'm going to tell you a story i was supposed to be on the cover of my magazine three different times already and i just have no photos phil his and photos are this teeny tiny yeah. like 50 pixels man i just I, never I, I, and i said you know what i'm bringing my camera i can't deal with this anymore yeah. Yeah. And I take pictures, but I, 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 I got some good pictures of you, Alan. You did, you did. You got one great one he got from me with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. Me and Arnold, though, we talk. We, we well, that's a classic. Yep. Yeah. 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 I was wearing. I always wear cowboy boots, and Arnold wears a lot of cowboy boots. Matter of fact, there's a place that we go to that custom makes boots. Both of us. We never met there, but he goes to the same guy. Fine. And uh, every time he sees me, he'll he'll look at what I'm wearing. And one time I'm walking over to see Arnold, and Lou got the picture where Arnold's looking down on my boots to see what I'm wearing. You know, see, when you talk about, you know, you didn't do chronicling of your earlier career and have the pictures when you were really fire. Yeah. Um, that's one of the reasons why I'm out talking about Wing Chun now. Yeah. Is because my Sifu's no longer here. He can't speak for himself. He wasn't yeah. a big speaker talker, obviously, before that. Right. Uh, did selective articles. But I got such mm. a gift from him. I got such a beautiful rice bowl. Mm -hmm. from him that i feel compelled to speak his philosophies you have to how you it affected to. me you know that i'm the filter of it no. it's not pure him it can't be he's him this is my interpretation of this wing chun system but given through him and mm -hmm. so it's mine uniquely yeah. well, but it is through right. his mentorship right right and that's still this chronicling this is all you know telling these stories that no one ever hears and no one if you don't tell them they'll never know you know and when you and when our time's up and we don't do this stuff who's gonna know it dies with you so you're doing I, a great thing i tell everyone you know we talk about wing chung basically for myself that i could lose everything i could lose my school my students whatever but i still have wing chung in my back pocket mm-hmm I will always have Wing Chun with me. And 
to me, that's a gift. You know, I always got that 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 that, that extra push that other people may not have because I have my wing chop. Mm-hmm. You know, Sifu mentioned about the rice bowl. I mentioned the rice bowl, and I think I even t- mm-hmm. talk about it in the article at the end of the article. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the way this came up was one night, um, and it might have been after many many years. I mean, I've been there twenty years, and he brings myself and another student, another senior student, into his office, and he says, "I have given you a rice bowl, Philip. If your career goes south, you have a rice bowl that you can fill." And I wasn't. I was still immature and I was like, okay, thanks. So can I go train now? You know, and I went away and so did mm-hmm. Wally. And I'm telling you, after one of your events, I came back and as I came back on a Sunday, I went to class on Monday and I looked at 20 students and I stood there after your event and I saw how I could adjust each and every one of them for them. Mm-hmm. I could address each oh, yeah. and every one of their situations yeah. independently of each other and i went and i went into my seafood's office and i went thank you i get it i get it mm-hmm. you gave me the ability to open a school if i had if i wanted to mm-hmm. to write books to do videos to do this if everything else fell down what would i what would i say to start this i'm always in cheese out mm-hmm. so yep. that's what i carry forward and that's that's what i have to speak on now you know no that's great stuff Alan, those guys are out here all the time looking for new young martial artists and everything. You guys remember a while back there was a movie, uh, 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 Broke Back Mountain Cowboy. <laughs> Broke Back Mountain. What's going on? I, 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 I never went to the theater to see that. Yeah, I heard about it. It sounds like yeah, Alan's uh, initiation into acting. What's going on? What's going yeah, on they over read, there? They read, me. they read me for that. I was going to play one of the cowboys. I made it to the last callback. Me and Phil, it wasn't the gay cowboy thing. I couldn't ride a horse. That guy lost the job. I thought, oh, George... is that what the kids are calling it these days? Oh, shit. That, that's scary because I can ride a horse. That's, scary. that's funny. That's funny. Oh. I can see how you might. That was yours, Phil. Thanks for opening that's it up. a three pointer right there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, when Wing Chun has brought me, and you know, when I see uh, Down, Downey do that, and I watch him on little things he does, I seen him do a video, and it was a little corny in a way. Mm-hmm. But I saw how serious he was. Right, he he is That's very serious when he does it. Very and serious. I looked at it and I said, "God bless him," because I didn't see it. I didn't see it as him being a martial artist. I saw him as being healed. Mm-hmm. And you can see it, you know, yeah. you can see the difference in him. And I mean, I see it just from like movies he's done to what he, he's doing yeah. now. Between that and his wife, you know, that was his saving grace, you know. But I think it was Wing Chun first. And then, you know, then he found that, that peace and he found that happiness. And God bless him now. So I see him as being healed. That's yeah. the best thing I've heard today. Yeah, honestly, that's, 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 that's exactly what we're talking about. This is a healing. Yeah, we use fighting. I mean, it's like you have to teach people not to fight the fight, right? Mm-hmm. When you're teaching them martial arts. It's not fighting the fight, you know. Unless you yeah. come from Brooklyn or the Bronx. That's uh, the uh, You, you, you got to fight through. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's that we're trying to find a peace of mind, not a... I mean, yeah, we use a warrior mindset to find peace yeah, of mind. It's, it's sure. counterintuitive to most people. Exactly. Well, uh, listen, like like it is, we we enter this world in a matter of force, mm-hmm. and you know, like our military, how strong our military is, so we don't have to fight. Mm-hmm. And that's right. really a, a lot of what it is. You know, right. we don't need to fight if we are strong. And people know. You know, it's funny. The people look at you. And the way you walk, the way you carry yourself, and other people know. Hmm, not the guy to start with. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Not the right. person to start with. And we but don't carry it around with us. No, you train with these guys for like 20 years. You spend all this time. You go all through these lessons, all this stretching, all this pain, all this blood, all this sweat, all this commitment. And at the very end, a guy like Master V looks over at you and goes, Now remember, never use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I and love that. Never use it. Yeah, well, he, let, me, let me tell you, I, I had, I had a, never use it. I had a wonderful relationship with Professor V, and my relationship was so much different because he said to me, "You're my friend," and I looked at him and we we took him out for his birthday, me and a bunch of guys, and I looked at him. I said, "I'm your friend." He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Everyone else here is my student, but you're my friend." He is. I only have a handful of friends. Everyone else is a student. So I, I cherish that. 
Mm-hmm. And I said to him, sir, you know, anytime you you want to go out to eat or something, just please, you know, stop by or call me. And about a week later, I look up in my office and I look down and this little Oriental man standing in my store with a little Kung Fu top. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. I said, I come down. I said, sir, how are you? He goes, I'm here. You often take me to lunch. <laughs> and I looked and I said, sir, I called a bunch of guys up I knew because guess what? My friend was there. We were all going to lunch. Wow. And we had a you know wonderful time. And I, I, I appreciated that man. He was he was I I, I can't explain it. it was his knowledge was there, but his humanity was there first. Mm-hmm. I think because he was a medic in the army, and then remember he was a librarian. His big thing yeah. was read yeah. a book, read a book. Yeah. Really? Read a book. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's he, he owned the bookstore. Felt for, for 17 years. You remember he had a he had a bookstore, you know that, right? I don't know that. No. Yeah, he owned the bookstore for quite a while. Mm. So he was much like what you said, he was a reader in a library, but he owned a bookstore. And I was privy like when they kind of raffled off a lot of his stuff when he was in the hospital already. I bought yeah. a few things, knives and stuff like that. And I've always cherished it. But those are few and rare people. You don't find guys like that around. This While he was beating the crap out of us, he had my face down on the floor, and I could see a little piece of paper on the bottom, on a little, like, uh, you know how you put things on the wall? On the very bottom, a little piece of paper where you had your head down there, and it said, humble yourself. <laughs> really? You had yeah, no you choice, on the ground. You got no choice. You better read what you do. Submit. Two words. Submit. Yeah. Submit. But you know something? You know, as he got older... I saw his art changing. You know, he was a gentleman that had like five different martial arts systems. Mm. And I always used to go, why? And then I realized it because his age and his body stroke for what he was at changed him. So instead of changing the art, he gave something to someone and they became the inheritor. And then he built something else. Mm. And he was probably the only guy I met that I could respect he did that because the way he did it. And he was wonderful. I mean, he was just a great man. I mean, I don't know. You never had a chance to meet no, him. I, I did so, not. No. He, he opened he a lot of streets, He finds something, and then he go home and create a weapon with it. Yeah. And then he come up with a form to go around the weapon. So <laughs> yeah. he, he found a piece of aluminum siding, Phil, right? And I said, what is that? And he said, oh, it was aluminum siding. And then he hammered it together. He found it in the street at a branch stand for, and he hammered it, folded it. Then he put tape around the handle, and he made a razor sharp, like a katana, out of a piece of uh, thing. And he said, yeah, "Yeah, this is how we use it." I'm thinking this old man can make you extinct with a piece of aluminum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you, tell you something. Phil would appreciate this. We're talking one day, and he goes, "You do know." You're not my student or whatever. I said, yeah, I know. He says, but you are my brother. And I looked at him. I said, what do you mean? He goes, I studied with your Sifu, Jason Lau. And I looked like this. And he, his footwork, he has a video that he made with David James with the triangular footwork. Wow. And it was Wing Chun. And he said to me, he studied with Jason for like six months. They fooled around together, whatever it was. Right, you know? right. And he actually was a student. So he goes, you're my brother. He goes, you know, and, and that, that was a beautiful thing. But anyway, let's get back to Phil. Because, well, you know, we talked enough about a wonderful man, but we also have another wonderful man here. Anyway. It's all beautiful. Uh, so, Phil, you, you you did all this new thing. But tell us about some things you did in your life, in the, in your not your training, your martial arts, but in your Hollywood career that our audience doesn't know. They know some of your things, but you did so much. <laughs> um. You know, I, I have probably as many IMDb credits as any actor walking, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I have done more Star Trek iterations than any other actor alive. <laughs> I did the original show back when I was seven or eight. It was an episode called Miri. I did Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, the movie that Leonard Nimoy oh. directed. And then I did two episodes of Deep Space Nine and an episode of Voyager. So I've done a lot of Star Trek stuff. Um, I'm also the lead voice in a Star Wars game called Squadron, Star Wars Squadrons. And mm. I play it as a, a British commander. So he's the first African-American commander in any Star Wars video game. Wow. Um, mm. Yeah, it's phenomenal. You had, um, you had that series. You had that hmm? series with, uh, what's her name, Wanda? 
Oh, Wanda, Wanda Sykes. Yeah, Wanda yeah, at large. That was a good story, though. For Fox. Yeah, well, I love Wanda. You know, Wanda's big time uh, right now. I've done a lot of work with some people that have blown up, like Zendaya, the new actress, or the actress who's in everything now. Yeah. Um, I played her dad on a show called Shake It Up on mm -hmm. Disney. Now, I've been around for so long and done so many different things. I think the reason I stay around is because I do so many different things. I'm ultimately yeah. interested in everything, yeah, been passionate been about what I do. I do drama, I do comedy, I do, you know, I do voiceover, whatever, you know, it's, uh, I don't stand on ceremony. If it's good and it's expressive and I feel like I can, I can lend my talent, I'm pretty much going to be there. Um, and I think that's the nature of most, most artists. They you need just, to work. You, you did so much, you're 32 years old. It's amazing. I'm only 32. <laughs> Look at this, 32 years old. But um, yeah, I got a lot of stuff in the hopper, a lot of stuff going on. I've been very, very fortunate. You know, what can I say? This is a blessing. Yeah. No doubt. Well, yeah. we're, we're, we're honored to have you on the show. Thank you. Oh, one yeah. thing I do want to I do want to mention, and Lou, Lou uh, said, if there's anything I want to plug, yeah. I work with the Navy. Yes. For, oh, you're for, talking for, about yes. for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Okay. So what we're trying to create is a template of understanding of the social structure and the diversity in the world, and as it applies to the Navy, and how we can get over the divisiveness that exists. And then they, what they want to do with that is take that plan of action and make a template of it so that they can give it to the Air Force and the Army and then to the upper levels of the government. So we're working on real policy to try and change uh, some of the things that are plaguing our society. And we're working at a very high level. So mm. I'm not just an actor. I'm not just somebody who wants things to change. I'm actually putting my mouth where my mouth is and uh, mm. using my experience as an African-American person on this planet somebody who has seen one of the first, my father, Greg Morris, like I said, mm -hmm. went through all kinds of shit, excuse me, but uh, in his life. And uh, he was the pioneer, was your father. He was a pioneer. Yeah. One of the first. And that was thankless, but he was one of the first. And um, so we but he was still him. so cool, man. Coolest <laughs> cat on the planet, man. Mm -hmm. He's the smartest cat in the room. He no was doubt. cool, man. No he was cool. So, so I'm doing a lot to try to uh, change the nature of how we think in this society and to include more of us and uh to be more accepting and compassionate and i will say as my brother and my friend there's not a racist bone in his body so where he talks and where he comes from is for everybody it's not just one person in one place and i can tell you that i can Thank see you, the type of person he is so, so cool. anyway just want to get that, that message of love out there yeah well, thank you man you have our support well, across the board we're going to give a little close up here. Let's uh, speak to our friend Vinny over here. Vinny, tell us a little bit. Tell us something, buddy. Uh, everything's going great. Again, uh, I know you have, we, we talked about it. We're going to go to the opening. The museum opening is the 24th. Three grand no. opening. Phil, you're going to be there? Don't know. Are you going to be there for the uh, opening? Um, in any event. Phil's um, too busy, man. Go to the website and donate to, to the museum people. Please. I will. I will. For sure. People will look. Try to donate something. That, you know, it's a good cause. Yes. And, uh, and Phil, again, I've been to so many events with you. It's the first time I've ever had the pleasure of speaking with you. You're really a very uh, – and I had no idea that was your dad. I was very taken by that. Really? Uh, oh, I mean, thank you. i got to tell you, this show – I've learned more on this show. I, I, I'm telling you, I get educated on this show every time I come on. I learned something I didn't know about these guys and, and people that are on the guests. It's so, an education. I've lost brain cells from this show. That's another. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, but uh, no, um, no. you know this, this show has done good, good for me that way too. I and mean, we always sure. learn new things and see things. So uh, information is important. Yep. All right, Vin. All thanks, right. Lou. Give me, give me your closing. What's up with you, buddy? Uh, no, we're, we're building Vero. We're building all the platforms. We're getting everything out. Something that we do have, and we released it um, this past week. We started distributing the uh, non-fungible tokens that uh, that Megahood has created, and that's been distributed. You should, you know, you you have it too, Alan. So mm -hmm. that's been distributed, and we're building other platforms. We got the uh, the Fortis uh, auction block market, which is out, and we, right. you know, that that's the e-commerce uh, thing. Uh, we have something really special coming out, and it's called Soapbox, and it's going to be coming out in the next. I'm going to say in probably in the next seven days and you guys are going to be able to utilize this to not only communicate and connect, but monetize your social media time. You're, you're just monetize things in general. It's going to be really good. I'm excited about it. Good. 
been excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Phil, close us up. Tell us a little something. Hey, um, I'm just thankful to be working in this game. Thankful to have a good group around me like you guys. Great support system. Every day is a new day. It's fresh and exciting, and uh, I'm learning all the time. And uh, I just appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to me and help me on my journey. And I hope that everybody enjoyed what we were saying today. Yeah. And, and the funny thing, I always say to people all the time, we have to help each other. You have to. We have we have to. to. Except I'll always say the knuckleheads. We don't help the knuckleheads. No, we don't help those people. And then, Phil, any, any way we can support your your plight with the uh, the Navy and diversity, you know, anything we can do, all of us, will you know, we will help if we can. Thank you, Lou. I appreciate that. You'll hear from me, my friend. You will hear from me. I'm open. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Love yous all out there. Have a great Have a beautiful day. one. Be stay, safe. Stay safe. Stay safe. Thank you, guys. All right, guys. Got you.